With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
No one in the family will go near it. Ask someone to find something in it and you'll find a less than enthusiastic response. What is it that's in your home that causes grown men to cower and children to run for cover? Fun! Food storage. That's right. Food storage shouldn't be scary. At Simply Your Food, we are the premier providers of long-term, storable, GMO, and MSG-free meats, veggies, fruit, dairy, and pantry essentials like powdered butter. We even have a gluten-free line. Food storage shouldn't be scary. Let Simply Your Food help you with your food storage needs. Go to simplyyourfood.com or call 866-251-7511 and let us take the scary out of food storage. Welcome to the Waterman Files. To the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle. happening, but never fear, you still are not alone, even in the middle of all this. I hope he's listening to this. We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. You are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. You are not alone. We are in this together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. We are in this together. Ground crew, you are not alone and you are not in this by yourself. 
We are in this together. Welcome to the broadcast coming to you from Parts Unknown. Glad you're here. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Lots of very important, sobering information. At a time when I changed the broadcast schedule, which causes a lot of confusion and a lot of listeners aren't able to make live broadcasts, I know many of you, most of you will be hearing this on a podcast. And uh, there are a lot of changes that have uh, recently, of course, occurred, and I want to talk about them. And to find out what the schedule is, and I do apologize, yesterday I was not able to come on. I have been, uh, I think, cooked well done. I'm exhausted. And uh, so um, I'm going to step up to the plate tonight to continue. But last night I was exhausted. I will um, apologize for that, and I didn't even put up a, a delay or anything. However, there was a rebroadcast. Tonight, Wednesday, September the 7th, we are broadcasting live on our private ground crew talk show broadcast here at 7 p.m. Eastern, and uh, I'm glad you're here if you're here live. I have no idea how many or where you might be if you're listening. Uh, The players don't tell me how many. That doesn't matter. It's a group of people that I talk to, and if we were near each other, we'd uh, probably have a lot more fun, maybe have some uh, potlucks, as they call it, and, and chat around the, the campfire and so forth. But we're not. We're doing this. And I'm glad to be able to share with you. Um, so I'm glad that you are here with me. We have lots of very important information. You're going to want to hear this tonight. In fact, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people rate shows or broadcast by different means, but As far as important and sobering information, this will probably be one of the most important uh, for you to hear um, because of what's coming. As you might have seen today, I put up uh, some schedules uh, uh, in the last day or so. And those schedules have me uh, scheduled on about three networks now. There are others. I I just don't put them up, okay? Um, One of the things that I want you to know is that you can find that schedule at the Waterman Files by clicking on Radio Schedule. That's how you can know that tonight's is 7 p.m. at uh, our private talk show. If you don't have the link again, or, hey, don't assume, by the way, if you do request how to get in to our private broadcast, don't assume I got your email if you just sent it once. Uh, they have been playing viciously with all of that here at uh, the Waterman Files. And if you haven't heard from me, I answer all the emails. Okay, so if you're not hearing, I may not have got it. So that's that's uh, number one. But if you go to uh, the Waterman Files, you will see lots of uh, recent information, of course, uh, posted up. Uh, the recent uh, archives that I'm way behind on getting up. And what do I do about getting them up? Well, I take out lots of ads, that kind of thing. So that's that's what I'm trying to do for 
um, keeping this easier to hear information. Uh, one of the things that uh, we have up at the Waterman Files I put up for you are two things, very important things. One of them is the September Asymmetric Linguistic Trend Analysis. It's an intelligence report. It's predictions. That was posted today. Those odd that two-hour broadcast actually, uh, you know, there ends up being about an hour and 50 minutes, okay, of your time. I have also put up a lot of information regarding the web bot, the newer one, and uh, it was also September, but it was more about the immediate data, okay? And uh, it, it in there I also talked about Syria, Russia, and, of course, the new schedule. On that post, I put up a map. If you click on it, it expands, and you will see why I'm concerned tonight about what I'm about to tell you. Um, also, to find out, more importantly, the correct information about what's going on on that map in the Mediterranean, by the way, over there uh, off the coast of Lebanon, uh, which is, of course, the entry into Syria, right? You know that, right? Of course, there's a Syrian coast on the Med, too. Uh, and you'll see all the Russian boats lined up. You will see all the... Uh, U.S. submarines, British submarines. Uh, you will see the uh, frigates, the destroyers, the amphibious ships. Amphibious means they can land them on a shore with a bunch of troops. You can see uh, Russian anti-submarine ships there, re Russian reconnaissance uh, ships. That's communications, cruise missile ships. Oh, what do you think that sounds like to me, to you? I know what it sounds like to me. Two aircraft carriers, in addition to that, have been deployed in the Gulf, one on each side of the Arabian Peninsula, one down by the Gulf of Hormuz or Hormuz or whatever they call it, and in the Persian. So um, everything's in place, or getting in place, close to in place. And uh, for you to get real information, I also post because of everything that's going on, Access to information about what's going on with strikes by Russia in Syria. See, the crisis in Syria basically is just an attempt to take over the Mideast by pro-Zionist factions, Israel, and so forth. Um, there was even an interception by Russian fighter jets that were actually better than the ones that Israel was flying, where they caught Israel in Syria. And they were chased out of Syria because Israel jet, Israeli jets were not attacking ISIS. They were supporting the ISIS crews and ships and caused a problem. Wow. It's a bit, not a big surprise, but wow. This is, this is because this whole thing is, is because of their attempts at starting, if they don't get their way, they being the bankers and the Jews and the Zionists that are trying to take over, if they don't get their way, they want a world war. In the meantime, they've unleashed every possible bullet they world war. They don't, they don't care if we go to world war. They can't get it to happen so far. They can't get a world war started. They would have had it a long time ago if they had their druthers. But they've unleashed uh, huge 
financial warfare on Russia, and not just sanctions, but I've got another article up with a video. Um, it's an unbiased video. It's not pro or con in my book. It just gives you some perspectives from a point of view that it is actually not United States Jewish-controlled press, which is actually telling you the hit that Russia took from inside the Russian financial government sector to try and leech and take billions of dollars, and they did, out of Russia. It, it was very painful. Now this is on top of the other financial wars, such as uh, paying for uh, ships that were made in France, and not, of course, and of course, not given to the Russians after they've paid for them, and not paying the Russians any money back for the ships. They're having to go. They've paid for them. They didn't get them. They're done. They're not going to give them to Russia. And here they are, saying Suez. <laughs> you know what that sounds like. That sounds like one of those law firms in. New York City that likes uh, playing with the Federal Reserve boys. I, I, I've got to tell you, why am I talking about all this? It's because of what's on the way. It's because of what's on the way. And that brings me to this. It's time, it is time, folks, to just get ready. It's here now. You might be asking, well, you've been saying it's been here. No, I haven't been saying it. I said it's coming. Now, why am I saying get ready now? It's not exactly here yet. Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you some of the things that are. Folks, what you're seeing that I posted today is very critical information. You've got to go look at it, read it, watch the videos, and absorb the information for yourself. These are all the types of, of things that happen in preludes to war. Many, many years ago, I was researching Tesla for a, 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 a researcher, uh, a Tesla developer. A very, very large group of people knew I was going to New York City, and they wanted me to go get a journal, an article out of a special journal, electrical journal, and copy it. It was Tesla. It was missing. The New York Library repository people said, this is our main repository for this journal. It's not here. We're very concerned. So they, gave, they asked for my address, phone number, and contact info. I gave it. Four months later, they contacted me. They said, that journal is not to be found. That article, information for Tesla, is not to be found anywhere in this country. Now, you're not telling me. This was in the 70s, folks. No, excuse me, the 80s. There's been a conspiracy to keep from us anything that helps give us liberty and freedom. And there is no way in the world that these people think of us as anything other than cattle, chattel, slaves. And now the line in the sand has occurred. So what is so important? Here's why it's important for you to get ready, and I'm going to tell you how to get ready. Because you have a very short time in order to get ready 
to do some of this stuff I'm going to tell you about because now you have to start getting it ready. One of the things that I want you to do, I want you to just, I'm going to give you so many assignments tonight that this is, if you're serious about what I'm saying and if you really feel this, you haven't got any time but to work and to do this. You need to put you some hooped houses up. If you're not going to do it outside, do it inside. Put some hooped houses, put some uh, domes up or whatever you can. Put some plastic over it and plant some seeds and get started a garden. Get a garden started. Now you're going, whoa, wait a minute, this is winter. This is winter, I know. This is the beginning of, this is fall. And I'm telling you that we're in trouble. And if you're going to eat, you better be putting yourself in a an extremely busy place outside in the sun and think about augmenting it with uh, LED grow lights, okay? But get this started. You're going to have to have some food. Now, I'm not talking about getting your favorite tomato. Get a tomato or two. I'm talking about getting some wheat grass that you can grind up or 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 with a grinder, a mixer, I mean a blender, sorry. Sorry, I had to ask a question. And and you're going to have to live on that. Another thing that you're going to have to do and that you can do inside even if you can't do what I'm telling you, which I you're going to almost have to do is to get some get some uh uh seeds so that you can have these uh, uh, ways to grow some uh, greens inside the house. You know what I'm talking about? Sprouting, okay? Very critical that you do that. It's jammed packed. When a plant comes up in the first two inches or so, is all the minerals that are ever going to uh, ever be in that plant. And uh, so that's going to be feeding you. Condensed nutrients. We have a, let me tell you this, I'm not trying to sell you my stuff, but I don't know where else to get some of this stuff. Number one, we have a hand blender, a hand crank blender that doesn't need power so that you can take this stuff and make your drinks, and if you want to blend stuff, you can do it, okay, make it liquefied. It's not, you know, that important, but if you like to make mayonnaise, you can make mayonnaise with vinegar and eggs. Did you know that? Mix it together. Well, a blender really helps, okay? <laughs> and so one of the things that you've got to do is get ready with this. Well, I made a mistake. You've got to get a crank blender, but you also have to make uh, yourself, avail yourself of a crank grinder for, for bread, Okay, so you'll need some bread, which will give you your bulk, because if you've got bulk, you know, like a 60-pound bag of, of just wheat that's not ground up, not flour, wheat, you can grind it yourself fresh and make yourself your bread. That's your bulk, and your nutrients come in your greens, like your sprouts, okay? Are you following me? Why am I saying all this? We're going to war and the collapse is upon us now. It is literally here. Let me tell you what's going on. 
as, as you can read, I am not necessarily some guy that's uh, 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 a Russia firster. And I, because so much of my writing and broadcasting is friendly to Russia. I'm just fact. Russia is not trying to conquer the world. Russia is not wanting to play with the banksters. Of course, America is. Folks, America is gone. Surviving this country is going to be your and my jobs. Our jobs together as the ground crew. Surviving what has happened to America is our goal. And knowing what's coming. For, for example, Zbigniew Brzezinski, the idiot, the Russia-phobe, is saying um, <laughs> that Obama should retaliate if Russia doesn't stop bombing and attacking terrorists called ISIS. Now, here we're supposed to be over there bombing and killing and helping remove ISIS. But when Russia does actually does it, where our press say we're doing it, but we really aren't because they're still there running around in Toyota pickup trucks, let's see you do exactly what they're doing and see how long you last in a stupid Toyota pickup with a 50 caliber gun. You wouldn't last a day. One special forces team would be over. They could have done this a long time, but they don't have plans. Because the policies out of Washington are controlled by Israeli and APAC assets in our government that have them either paid off or blackmailed. You know that. I know that. So where is this going? They're trying to make Russia stop the aggression that, well, let me back up. Let me say it a different way. They're trying to stop Russia from stopping ISIS. Who is ISIS? They're considered terrorists, no matter what you believe, by everybody, every nation in the world. So why is America so whiny about Russia taking them out? They say, oh, well, you killed five people accidentally. Like, let's say this is true. Like America hasn't accidentally killed friendlies on, in bombs, too? Give me some kind of break. The point is whether we're not playing this who can piss the furthest anymore. Folks, it's time for us to realize that these people are getting ready to go to war. Russia does not want it. But Zabig does. He's just a mouthpiece of Israel. I don't know how he's lived so long. He must be cloned. <laughs> the worst thing that can gravitate the problem toward full-blown war is to have somebody like China help Russia fight ISIS. There's no need to, China. Please stay away. Russia can take care of these little playground bullies all by themselves. Folks, there has been repeated requests by Russia to the United States to get information and intelligence on where ISIS is so they can help. Without even a word, they, will, they ignore the request and continue to say we're doing stuff wrong, we're getting in the way, and blah, blah, blah. Russia, on the other hand, takes out ISIS, they record it, 
they film it, and they put it in the press. They show you exactly what they've done. In the meantime, China is preparing to send troops. We don't need... Do you see where I'm going now, folks? In the meantime... America is doing these fake investigations where they say uh, that they have opened an investigation into how the Islamic State has managed to obtain so many Toyota pickup trucks, brand new ones, and so many Toyota SUVs for the cause. I mean, tons and tons, millions and millions. I'll tell you how. It all happened when Hillary was in the State Department. And all of this crap that you heard that was going on in Benghazi is true. It all was being funneled through Benghazi to the Middle East in preparation for Israel to take command of radicals and their poised, poised Israeli agents and military are posing as Muslim radicals and recruiting Muslim radicals as cannon fodder. And because of uh, the only way, they, the reason they did this is because if Israel had done this, they would have been shot down in a heartbeat by everybody in the world. So it's a radical Islamic group that's about allowed, hey, what Islamic radical group goes out and destroys Muslim sacred sites? That's what they've been doing. Palmyra, I think, was the last one here last week. Uh, has a lot to do with the ancient history of the Muslim people, and they're tearing them down. They say they're sacrilegious to Muslims. Well, why didn't Muhammad tear it down by now? He could have. This nation could have that was there. The nation they're in could have torn them down. If the Muslims didn't like it, they could have just gone over there and taken them apart. It's not because they are anti-sacrilegious monuments or, or historic sites. It's because they are anti-Jewish. They represent Muslims, and they want them taken down. They can't stand it. Israel takes anything down they can get their hands on that has nothing to do with their Babylonian religion. So the, the, in this highway to hell they've created, the U.S. is trying to look into how ISIS and ISIL got all these infamous Toyota. Oh, they're looking into it? Uh, why don't you just rack up this uh, investigation in the Senate on Benghazi and just finger it? Will you think that ever is going to be a real investigation? Do you think they'll ever get to the truth of Benghazi? It's as much of a cover-up as JFK. It's as much of a cover-up as 911, Waco, how, the list goes on. We're never going to hear this. We already know who did this. In the meantime, people in Europe have said, we've had it. We've had it to hear. You know where I'm pointing to? Not my neck, my nose. <laughs> We've had it up to here. Secretly, the EU is preparing to deport 400,000 migrants. That's been in a leaked plan. And this is going to cause repercussions beyond belief. Not by the Muslim world. Wait till you hear what the Jews do. I'm, I'm serious. 
It's going to happen. This is all out. Right now, we are in economic war. They have locked American people down. The middle class can't squat anymore because they've stolen from us. If we were just left alone, we'd be happy. But do you know who runs all these vicious organizations? Jews. The Fed and the IRS work hand in hand constantly. We're the only, quote, democratic nation in the world that doesn't have a working health care plan for the people. The works, and I'm not talking about just that it shouldn't be nationalized anyway, but when it did get nationalized in some of our sister nations, Western nations, they worked. It worked. It worked a little bit, but they still came to America for surgeries because the list was growing so long in some of these socialized medicine countries like Canada that they couldn't wait. <clears throat> that was an attack on us people. The USA is just a rogue empire. There is colonel, a colonel to um, Colin Powell that helped during the days when Colin Powell embarrassed himself by holding that little vial of stuff saying this is a, uh, you know, this is a big biological weapon, which was all crap. Well, his advisor, his, his advisor that's now on tour speaking said, uh, General, I don't think that's a good idea. But he did it anyway. But the, Colin Powell did it anyway. In fact, he almost resigned. He almost resigned right there. This general's on tour, and here's what he's saying. He has been speaking to very influential groups, and they aren't liking what he's saying. He's saying this. Where is it written in granite that the American empire is going to last forever? He says, we're not a republic. We are an empire. We have been taken over. He's literally telling the story now. He says about empires, in the end, empires use military to exist, financed and run the nations that are empires, are financed and run by the banks. They always were. The end is collapse. As they begin to collapse, using military might as their only last hope, they are unable to recruit people and start using mercenaries, which is a sign of their soon collapse. He says America has gone bankrupt, not financially, not only financially, though. He said morally, ethically, we are bankrupt. And he says the end is here now. As we look at what's happening, I need to tell you, and I don't need to warn you so much, but let me just kind of give you some information that you need to food. You know that. We have 37 food items out of stock, and we have no idea. A lady called because we had some stuff on sale she wanted to get for her son. We weren't paying attention that closely 
to what was out of stock. She ordered some beef. It was out of stock. She wanted some chicken. It was out of stock. She started going through a list, and she says, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't have procrastinated. It kind of concerned us. We had never been this kind of concerned ever. We checked out the entire list. 37 food items are out of stock, folks. I don't know how this company would ever survive if it continues doing that. There is very, very long waiting list for food if they do get back in that amount of time. It's just a guess. There are a couple items that might be back in two weeks, but the rest are atrocious long times. This concerned me, so I checked. We're not the only one. Let me say it again. We're not the only one. There's a food problem already. The WebBot was predicting that you should be getting ready, and it's not. It We're at the edge here, folks. If you're not ready, do it now and get the live stuff, too. You know, if you can do any kind of inside growing with uh, little LED grow lights, get them, okay? And use the electricity while you can, but then also have battery backup and maybe some small solar cells to get those charged. We've got some. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Our company is almost out of all, almost completely out of emergency stuff. And it's not coming back. So you can call and see what we've got if you need stuff. And we will get it to you. I have just never seen the problems around this just one issue. But let me explain to you what the WebBot was saying. The WebBot says this is going to be a horrendous year for crops. It was going to be a horrendous year for weather, and it's just starting, he said. And one of the things that was predicted was horrendous rainfall on the East Coast of the United States, and that was in the IDIR. That's the Immediate Data Intelligence Report meaning that it was going to happen within three weeks, and you give it another 10 20%, maybe four weeks. And guess what happened? We got deluged in the Carolinas. There is now 14 dead, and it's climbing. Hundreds have been evacuated. There are 550 roads and bridges completely out. They said that it's been a 1,000-year rainfall, and they're hoping to recover. Guess what it says in the web bot? Says about the time they get recovered, it happens again. And there's other areas of the country getting ready to have the same thing. You can take or leave the web bot. But this is climate change that's not has nothing to do with cow farts, factories, car emissions. It has everything to do with what's happening in our solar system. Because this planet is not the only planet having climate change. And we are not headed into too much heat. We're headed into an ice age, according to the WebBot report. And many other people are saying we're, into a, we're headed into an ice age. When does it start? 
It starts in earnest, in life-threatening ways, next fall, one year from now. So here's what I'm telling people. If you aren't living in, and this is on your list now, if you're not living in an area where you can get something to keep you warm or you're not going to, you will not make it. Don't, and I'm not talking about your gas, propane. I'm not talking about um, uh, the electricity. I'm talking about access to natural resources in an area where you live. Can you go out and cut enough trees in your neighborhood to keep warm? Don't be worried about staying cool, although in some areas you could pass out in hot weather. Uh, I understand that. But you will die. The very first thing that you need to remember is in survival, three minutes you've got to have good air or you're dead or you pass out. Three hours, what do you think three hours is? Not three minutes, but three hours. Three hours is exposure to cold. Without protection or heat, you will die. Then comes water. If you want to move to a safer location with natural resources, it's time to do it. And I I know there's been a lot of people talking to us. Some have decided not to, and that's great. I think that's, you know, you need to do whatever you can do. But if you've been planning on it, now's the time to get out because you've got a lot of work ahead of you. You've got to pack, you've got to sell, maybe move, get arrangements, quit your job, transfer, whatever, settle in on the land, and you've got to get going, and you're going to be doing it over winter. But you're just going to have to because by next fall, it, all hell breaks loose. It's going to be really bad. One of the things that happens is when you're telling people to get ready, they, they're really waiting for that thing to happen. Why wait? <laughs> what are you waiting for? The sign? The signs are here. Okay? The floods are, are occurring. Infrastructures are being taken out, and this is just the start. The money is crunched. People literally in, in entities like uh, North Carolina, they're fine. They're scrambling. They could not fix their infrastructure if it wasn't for the federal government. Hello, guess what's coming? They've only extended the budget for a few days until they can agree. You know they play that game every year. Do they approve it? Of course they will. But it could strain some other you know, functions of recovery. And if this really does collapse, there won't be any replacements. Do you know why they have picked on some of these nations besides the fact that they're actually after Russia, like Syria, Iraq, Iran, Lebanon? All these were lined up. Remember, they went to a big meeting, all these generals, and the very guy that I was talking about came out one time and reported, well, they've already got them outlined. They're going to do this nation, this Muslim one, this one, then this one, then this one, and then finally Iran. You know why? Because Syria, of course, has no Rothschild Bank. Syria has no debt to the IMF, or the, you know, that's the International Monetary Fund, or the I- International Bank. Syria does not import or produce GMOs. Oh, Monsanto is not a part of their world. Syrians are very aware of the New World Order agenda, folks. Syria has resources 
the New World Order wants like oil and gas. Syria does not support Israel apartheid. Oops. Syria is the last secular Arab nation in the world. Did you know that? You might be saying Iran. I said secular. Iran is religiously run. It's a theocracy. It's time. So here's what you must do. If you're planning on doing something where you're at, get your hoops up, get your plastic in, start your winter growing house. Educate yourself. Find out how to do a mass fuel heater in there. What's a mass fuel heater? Look it up. You can make it out of mud and build it up. And a mass fuel heater just takes a few little sticks to keep your little greenhouse area warm in winter. Do not expect there to be enough sunlight this winter to grow anything. So you're going to have to augment the most efficient way is LED grow lights on a battery. And the battery can have a solar charger when there is sun. But in the meantime, plug in the LEDs to the electric grid. Save the battery for when there isn't electricity. And grow like mad. That wheatgrass, very dense stuff like lentils, things like that that's going to give you some protein. Next, you're going to laugh at this one. Get you some chickens. I mean, get you some chickens for your yard. Right next to that hoop house. Don't get a rooster. (laughs) Your neighbors will shoot you. Now that should take care of some eggs. That gets a little bit of plants going. Inside the house or in the hoop house, it doesn't make any difference, start some sprouting. We have a sprouting kit that comes with lots of seeds. And these seeds are grouped and blended together. Some are for the immune system, some are for protein, you know, that kind of, some are for energy, that kind of thing. And it comes in this kit. I can't remember how much it is. Well, one of the grow things is a hemp sack. Another one is for the bottles. And another one is, is there's three different ways to grow, and you can use all three if you want. Also, we'll, that will come with instructions on how to save the seeds to regrow that you do get. Some of them where you'll want to continue to grow till they become seeds. So what does that mean? You grow them in the hoop house so that you can take those seeds and use those seeds they produce to make some more sprouts. Sprouts are very good for you. Okay? If you have bread and you have sprouts and you have eggs... You can have mayonnaise, you can cook eggs, you can make bread, and you can take some eggs, fry them up, put them on a, on a sandwich, throw some sprouts and greens on it instead of lettuce. If you want lettuce, grow some. Put some mayonnaise on it and you'll have a meal. You might get tired of eggs, but at least you won't get, guess what, hungry. If you're allergic to eggs, we have a whole other approach to it. It is time, folks, 
forest all get ready because there is a war coming. What does war create? Shortages. It creates shortages. That's what it does. One of the things that gives stability to the world of oil during the days and heydays of America and the heydays of the oil industry was, of course, King of Saudi Arabia. After a cryptic Jew, by the way, after Kissinger went there and cut a deal in 1971 to replace the backing of the dollar with oil instead of gold so they could steal the gold, Saudi Arabia was the mainstay of the financial health of a fiat money system called the Federal Reserve Note. He died not too long ago, and there was a new king. Guess what? That king's in the hospital. There's a power grab in Saudi Arabia after this king's been put in the hospital. And there is currently a coup going on in Saudi Arabia. Now, what does this mean? I'll tell you what it means. Oil for America is supposed to, according to the WebBot report, become a shortage, meaning gasoline. Recently, they just before this happened, America did this wonderful thing and allowed the United States to export their oil. So now the corporations can seek the highest bidder. And with America getting poorer and poorer, do you think the banks, I mean, excuse me, the oil companies are going to want fiat money from America that's going to go broke? No, they don't want that. So they're going to seek on the international market who will pay more. Right now, Europe pays the most. So what's that going to do to any oil that might have been coming here? Now, a lot of people already know like, for example, the oil in Alaska doesn't go to America. Where, do my, where does most of our oil in America come from? Not to the, it comes from Mexico. <laughs> That's why, you know, they cut this uh, drug deal. What I'm, getting re- what I'm getting, trying to get ready to tell you is, yeah, the oil gasoline pump price is down. Get ready for it to escalate and get ready for it to be one of those rationed items that you're going to get coupons for, like that happened in the 70s when Richard Nixon Nixon issued rationing. It happened, folks. It happened in World War II in Europe. It happened in America in the 70s. Well, it was a purported oil crisis. Lindsey Williams rode that one pony, that, that, that horse, that one that one pony show uh, long enough saying that his elite friends tell him what's going his elite friends are not elite they're criminals and everybody in the patriot world is sick and tired of Lindsay Williams is groveling for money and paying him for all this information it just sickens me folks that we have the carpet baggers amongst us. Hate it. No, we can't do this for free, but the blessing will come. Just do it. Spread the world. Do the good job. Uh, social entitlements uh, like you know student loans and so forth uh, are going to be crashing here really soon. Remember. 
And as the fiat money system collapses, or and if they just want you to use no cash, even though it's fiat, and outlaw cash, then they can say, well, if you're using cash, you're an outlaw. I mean, come on, get get ready. Uh, so there's a credit freeze that's continuing. The credit freeze is going to get worse, okay? But you need to take steps in order to get ready for a very violent financial situation. Zero Hedge, let me just read to you on here. It says, commodity trading giant unleashes a liquidity scramble and issues a record amount of secured debt. That, when you know what this means? Let me explain it. A commodity trading giant, somebody that sells gold and silver, has just unleashed a scramble. What it means is there are people wanting and buying uh, commodities like mad gold and silver in record numbers. What is this? A prelude to, just like I already mentioned, it's a prelude to war. That's what we're going, that's what we're getting ready for, is war. Folks, many of you already know who the problem is. Many of you. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we have somebody in the chat saying that uh, Zabig said the fact he's not a neocon. <laughs> well, a neocon, yeah, well, what's a neocon? Well, Zig would say is a Zionist, Okay. <laughs> but you know who neocons hate? Russia. So he's like the black kettle. You know, he's like calling the kettle black, right? You know, you know. It's kind of like uh, I'm having trouble, just like George Bush Jr. Uh, well, do it to me once, uh, do it to me twice. Uh, you know that kind of thing. Where's the source coming from? Where's the problem coming from? The problem is ancient. And I'm going to go over this a little bit tonight. Remember, I'm not a preacher. I'm an elder. But before I do this, I want to give you exactly where I stand. I'm a believer. At the age of 13, I went to a Wesleyan Methodist church and heard the gospel for the same first time in my entire life. I didn't even know what God was. But before that, I had been asking these questions because I kept hearing this thing about God and that, and I was embarrassing the family because <laughs> I was asking questions because I was ignorant. So my mother said, do you want to go to a big church or a little church? And scared to death, I said a little one, and we went to Wesleyan Methodist Church. The very first time I answered the call to become what I call today a believer. <clears throat> now, my faith is not like a computer. I waver. I do better at times and worse at times. In other words, folks, being a Christian, as they used to call it, does not make one perfect. Perfect means sinless. Now, there's a big debate we won't get into. And I grew up with tons and tons of school, church, even college, having to go to chapel twice a week. 
and more than one denomination, uh, three including one semester at a at a Jesuit university, which I promptly said was creepy and left after one semester. And so none, during none of that time was I ever taught that we had an enemy and it was spelled out in Scripture. And then later it just hit me like they had just poured the uh, Liberty Bell and rang it for the first time. It went dong, and you could hear it loud and clear. The truth was there. In Genesis, we see and find that there's something called the seed of the woman, and then we also see something else called the seed of the serpent right there. We're not talking about spirits here and that the devil floats around like a spirit just because we can't see him does not mean he's not an interdimensional traveler. Now, don't go all sci-fi on me and have a hissy fit or get all upset here because uh, we just need to grow up and learn the facts. But basically, no one can claim that these two are the same, the seed of the woman and the seed of serpent. But if we take this basic understanding, and I think it's in Genesis 3.15, you'll find that. But if you take this and you prophetically go through the Bible, you will see some stuff starting to be named, uh, talked about. You will see man being talked about, men being talked about, and mankind being talked about in general. Okay? You might think they're all the same. But there are four Hebrew words that were, including one called Adam, that, that were used to be translated into either men, man, or mankind. Let me give you those, because this is really important to your understanding of what's coming. I know it's kind of convoluted, but there is a path. In the Bible... Adam was used 579 times. Enosh, Enosh, however you want to say it, in uh, it's called it's it's a Hebrew word. It's E N O W S H. Enosh was used 567 times, and Ish, I Y S H, was 1,713 times, and Am A M was used 1,789 times. Now. Why am I talking about these? Because these were all used in different uh, passages. There are a few passages, two or three, where these words, several of these words, uh, there's a couple times when two or three of these words were all uh, put in there together. Now let me read them to you because I wrote them down. Psalms 8.4, go there, write it down, Psalms 8, verse 4. It says, what is man... And, that, and the Hebrew word was enosh, that thou art mindful of him, and, comma, and the son of man, Adam, that thou visitest him. Visitest him. Let me read it again. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? In other words, there's two kinds of people here, two kinds of creatures. One that God visits, and one that 
God doesn't visit, but he knows about him. He's, he's, he knows of him. Hmm. Interesting. Psalm 8, uh, this one's another one. Psalms 90, verse 3. Thou turnest man, Enosh, or Enosh again, thou turnest man to destruction, and saith, Return ye children of men, Adam. So let me read it this way. Thou turnest Enosh to destruction, and saith, Return ye children of Adam. Uh-oh. One creature is to be destroyed, and one is to be returned. He visited Adam. We don't see Anosh being part of God's flock. Write this down. Ezekiel. E-Z-E-K for abbreviation. Ezekiel 34, 31. Here's what it says. And ye, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are Adam. It didn't even use the word Adam in Hebrew. It literally said Adam. And I am your God, saith the Lord. But, get this, in Proverbs 28.5, it says this. Proverbs 28.5. Enosh understand not judgment. <clears throat> Guess who judgment's for? The family. The Adamic race. <laughs> Judgment falls upon Israel, the Adamic race. The Anglo-Saxon Israelites were judged for falling away from God. There's no judgment for those that aren't in the family. The father doesn't chastise those that aren't his. He's just mindful of them, right? Folks, it's not popular at all when it comes to discernment of these words and what they've meant. But we do know that in John chapter 10, you need to read the whole thing to get the context, that Jesus was talking with his finger pointed at them, and here's what he said, I give my life for the sheep. He also referred to others, quote, not of my sheep. See, he went looking for the lost sheep. It didn't. It, there's nowhere in the Bible recorded that he went looking for anything other than the sheep. When he was to leave the disciples, and they were getting ready to do their missionary work, actually expand the gospel, guess what he told them? Guess what the disciples were told? Do not go east. Well, let me ask you something. From what we know of ancient Israelite land, which was Canaan land, right there in Israel today, the fake one, what's east of there? Let's see. Well, it could include Lebanon, but we have Syria, Iraq, Iran, uh, the list goes on. We have Muslim territory, 
He didn't want you to go that way. He didn't want the disciples to go that way either. Because that was not his sheep. His sheep had gone west. <laughs> Ten of the tribes had already left. Of Israel had already migrated eons or you know, centuries ago in the earliest and had continued after that, but had left a long time ago, settling Europe, eventually the Isles. <clears throat> Incredible, huh? Let me continue a little bit of this. The good seed, it says in the New Testament, are the children of the kingdom. Matthew thirteen thirty-eight. But not all are children of good seed. So, who are the tares? Who are the wheat? And what is their end? And what do they have to do, folks, with these last days? The tares have a modus operandi that you can identify. They are leeches. They are parasites. They loot and suck from the host. They are non-productive. They are destructive. And their end for a damn people is destruction. Even to their own death, they would destroy the Adamic race. Why? Why would they want to destroy the host? Because they are Psychopaths. A psychopath does not understand goodness, righteous, good things. It's, it does not exist. <laughs> now, <clears throat> we get in trouble when we start to expand this discussion into racial issues like mixed marriages. But we need to. We need to talk about it. Uh, I mean, it's just as wrong as incest. It's just as wrong. But a bastard in the Bible is not the kind of bastard that you think of. Today, the people that have taken over our country want you to think that a bastard is the product of an unlicensed marriage or from somebody not married. Do you know what the definition of a bastard is <laughs> in the Bible? It's when an Adamic man takes a non-Adamic woman, meaning not from the same race, and has a child. See, all of these were from fallen angels, and they had some names back then. And there were prohibitions for the Adamic race to have anything to do with these fallen angel races. Remember at first I said the seed of the serpent? To have a child with the seed of the serpent was an abomination. It was, guess what? That was the bastard. Well, these were groups all around the Mideast called Ammonites, Moabites, Edomites. 
that you and I know today as Khazarian Jews and Arab people. Syria, Iraq. So when I say so many things about Israel being so bad, and sounds like I'm supporting, you know, the Palestinian cause, I'm not. I'm talking about behavior. I'm talking about, hey, if the Palestinians were on the other side with all the tanks and high-tech weapons, and they were running over four-year-old Jews, I would say, look at that bizarre, inhumane, psychopathic behavior, period. But what we've got is a family squabble among a bunch of serpent seed. But the one problem that we have is there's no Muslims that have infiltrated and taken over the world banking system. There are no Muslims taking over the media. Alex Jones would would make you wonder, oh, the, the Muslims took over the media. No, they did not show me. I can go down the list. Go to Brother Nathaniel's website where he's got videos. Go look there. You'll see right on the top all the, the videos he's got and all the articles about who's in charge of the media. It's Jew after Jew after Jew after Jew. It's just nauseating. Because, see, the Jews, as we call them, the Khazarians, they're not the chosen race. There's no chosen race there. The scripture does not indicate that the Jews are even Israel. No, it doesn't say that. Despite, you know, what you might think. Now, there are some, I'm going to quote some of the enemy. There are three quotes from Jewish sources (laughs) that tell it like it is. It's not like they lie all the time. There's one by the name of Alfred M. Lelenthal. And he wrote this book called What Price Israel? What Price Israel? He says this, quoting, Here's a paradox, an anthropological fact. Many Christians have more Hebrewite hyphen Israelite blood in their veins than their Jewish neighbors. Here's another one. This is a Jewish author, and I can't ever say these first names, Yair, Y-A-I-R, Davidy, that's David with a Y on the end. He wrote a book called The Tribes-Israelite Origins of Western Peoples. Already tells you what we're going to hear. But it tells in much detail about the Saxon folks are Israel. Let me give you another one. This is an author, a Jewish author. His name is Harry Golden. Uh, You know, hey, silver, gold, you know, none of them are ever Harry Mud. (laughs) You know why? Because they don't work the dirt. They can't. They're not farmers. They couldn't grow. They couldn't couldn't make. Well, I won't get into that. Here's what Harry Golden wrote. Now, he wrote this in 1967, quote, Isaiah, the prophet, wrote that the remnant of of Yahweh's people would be found in the islands of the sea. Are there any islands off the coast of Israel? No. 
We're talking about the United Kingdom, folks. We're talking about the Anglo-Saxons, the Celtics, the Nordics, the Vikings. All of those were Israelites. Those were the ones that came. And it's those that the bankers are at war with. It's the bankers that we're at war with. This is going to bring you to a huge understanding. And as you begin to examine all the things that are happening geopolitically all across this world, and you see some huge mammoth juggernaut called an empire of the United States wielding these powers against these nations, and why don't they go to these Say, if you want to go correct some genocide going on, go to Africa where the blacks are killing the blacks, you know, and they're wiping each other out. Why do we never go there? Because it has absolutely nothing to do with helping get rid of white white Anglo-Saxon, Celtic, and kindred people and taking them over. If they did anything, they'd pack them up on boats and bring them over to America. And yes, it was Jews that started slave trade in America. And it was the southern generals that got rid of their slaves even before the war. Hey, did you know that some of the other presidents of our country had slaves? It was a, it was a sin. It was a mistake. Shouldn't have happened. should have sent them home. They had a place to be. It wasn't America. And don't argue with me about this was Indian territory first. It wasn't. Okay? It wasn't. We have evidence of having been here before they were because we have Vikings showed up uh, with uh, carvings and stuff uh, even over in Arizona. We won't get into that either, but it's it's there. As the people were prophetically uh prophetically um prophesied, I guess I should say would be the better word, as a people we were prophesized to have left the isles to a place with an ocean on both sides where we would establish cities without walls and we would become very prosperous. Now, that was just one part of Israel. That was the one that was supposed to inherit the birthright, which is usually land and wealth. The other one that was more notable, uh, another notable section of Israel, was the royalty, the monarchy. It wasn't necessarily going to have all this land and wealth, but it was going to retain the monarchical system. Originally, the father only allowed Israel to have a monarch because they wouldn't accept him because he basically, you know, he didn't exist in a form like uh, they wanted. And so through that sin, he says, you're not going to like this, but I'll let you do it. And the only way reason he let them do it is because he figured and, and knew that passed on to another monarch by birth. And that at least an Israelite would always be ruling Israel. 
that it wouldn't be infiltrated, but oops, one day it was. And when we get to the time of the crucifixion, we find that a non-Israelite was in charge of the nation that had remained, the the two tribes that had survived, uh, they're called Judea. It was Judah. And there was this non-Israelite ruler seeking the death of Jesus, the murder. These people expanded from the time of Christ Uh, having already infiltrated themselves as money changers in Israel 2,000 years ago, handling the money, continued to handle the money, then launched the Catholic Church and continued to handle the money in an Anglo-Saxon religious system to control the money. And today, any time, any nation, any person threatens the money system they take them out. It doesn't make any difference who they are. But they absolutely hate Russia. Well, they hate Syria, too, but they absolutely hate Russia. Why? Because Russia is not Muslim. It's not Semitic. They were a descendant of some of the Israelites of the northern tribes that migrated straight north and didn't ever turn west. And they've been quietly setting up there ever since. Our destruction is upon us as a nation. Our destruction is sure to happen because of our disobedience as a people. You and I might be okay spiritually with our own father. Spiritually, are you okay? Daniel was okay. The prophet Daniel wasn't doing anything wrong. He did everything he was asked. But he got hauled off to Babylon into captivity. You and I are in captivity. You and I are experiencing the the judgment on the nation because we're captive. But we don't necessarily need to be chopped up into little pieces because we are personally disobedient. We can become good people. We can become the family, we can become part of what the Father wants, and that's going to protect us personally. And because of all of this, he has told us there is going to be a time coming called the Antichrist system. This beast system is going to take over, and you need to be ready. And that's where I have, I have filtered everything, the web bots, the news, geopolitics, everything I filter through Scripture. Everything's fitting. Everything is looking like it's about ready to happen. Just like the story about the ten virgins, it's time to get ready. Get those lamps ready. And if you don't, it doesn't mean you're not in the family. It just means you're a dead member. You're going to be dead. Yeah, you you can see the Father. You can go to your reward. But that's not the perfect will. The perfect will of the Father, the perfect will of the man 
they murdered on the cross is that you not get killed and that you do survive so that you can have more blessing, at least experience the ability and place yourself in a position to allow the Father's glory to manifest because he protects us. And then you are blessing the Father because you survived. Because why? Because you were obedient. What were you obedient to? You knew the scriptures were telling you the time is now. Well, have I gone over that? In the past I have. We've talked about what's on the way. We've talked about many of these kinds of things. And the scriptures is warning us that there is a time coming that you will not be allowed to cross over into some part of it, meaning you won't be able to participate in the beast system because it will be your death. Not only will it be your death, you will be separated from the father's family if you do it. Because at that point, you're going to be choosing a family. It's that action, that that choice, that is a manifestation of your choice that you've made to either be part of it or not. Now, that does not mean that ignorance will get you, uh, uh, ignorance uh, will not get you killed, but ignorance isn't necessarily going to hold you accountable uh, to knowing that you are making a choice for the bad guys. It might get you killed. But if you don't know that such and such is the B system, uh, how can you be spiritually held accountable? You are innocent of that law. Uh, you just won't be. But it doesn't mean you're going to escape the B system and get your head cut off. Not get you're going to, possibly. Um, we've got questions about you know the British Israelites. Uh, the British Israelites are just one faction. The British monarchy is from the tribe of Judah. They're the ones that were to inherit the scepter. It's uh, Manasseh, uh, the tribe of Joseph, is actually uh, not Judah, but Joseph, that is uh, split into two groups because Joseph was taken. You know, Joseph was turned in by his brothers, thrown in a hole in the ground, and hauled off to be a slave in Egypt end up being second command and the father adopted his children he, he, he was a grown man when this happened and so Manasseh and Ephraim his, his two boys were adopted as sons so that went that made them go from 12 tribes basically to 13 Manasseh received the birthright they were the ones that inherited the wealth. They didn't get the scepter. They didn't get the monarchical rule. That remained in Great Britain, mostly. Was it attacked? Sure it was attacked. It was polluted. A likely, uh, at, uh, likely, if not before Queen Elizabeth II that's reigning now, uh, before that, but certainly... Her husband, or her whatever you want to call it, 
the ones that spawned Prince Charles, Prince Charles is, is not Anglo-Saxon. See, that's why they had to bring in the lady they murdered, <laughs> Princess Diana. She was a lineage that had rightful heirship to monarchal things. But, of course, Prince Charles didn't like her. And he was the one that probably had her killed. So the viciousness of the Jews and the fallen angels have deeply penetrated the Israelite people. And it's just down to you and me now. Now, let me say this too, because there's a question about pedophiles in the royal family. Let me let me say this much. Just because they are in Israel, an Israelite, does not mean that they're being they're 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 being they're acting right. See. All being, the only thing is being an Israelite gives you is the offer. You get offered. Do you want to be in the family of the father or do you want to not be? You be in your own family if you want. If you accept that offer or not accept that, then makes the difference on that, you know, you're choosing wisely or poorly thing, Okay. You can act like hell and be an Israelite. That happened to Israel century after century, king after queen, king. In fact, one king was so hell-bent, so vile, so sinful, that the prophet was told to have him removed off the throne, and he was. And he said, we're going to remove you for ten generations. And then the 11th generation, we're going to put that lineage, that line of family back on the throne. And guess who that was? After that 10th one, the 11th one was supposed to go back to the original heirs to the throne. And that just so happened to be Jesus. There's a whole story about that. That's why they knew who he was. That's how they knew why they had to kill him. And that's why we're at war, because we're part of that family. Folks, now the war has turned because Israel, us, our nation, has become so vile. We've lost the cover. The father said, okay, if you want to go do your thing, just remember... I was protecting you from the enemy. But if you want to do it yourself, that's your choice. So many Israelites went their own way. Even before now, there were Druids in, in England. There were the Picts. There was all these white people you know, doing all kinds of vile things. But they were still in a people that were able to inherit the offer because genetically they were Adamic. It's just like Jews. They don't all like act like hell. But they none of the Jews, none nobody that's from uh, the serpent seed can get the offer of redemption. That's the difference. There is no way in the world, in this universe, in God's creation are they to get an offer of redemption. 
And that's the difference between us, the Adamic race, and them. And you've got to wonder, does their genetic propensity from their ancestors talk to them, scaring them to death, saying, you're doomed? Maybe that's why they are so paranoid. Your enemy's in control. Your enemy is there. The bottom line is this. We've lost our our favor, and we have no place to put our head in safety anymore, not without paying attention to instructions on how to get through these last days. And you've heard them all. They're all very practical. You know, food, water, safety. Uh, You know, that kind of safety comes from, you know, having food, uh, being healthy, getting ready to be healthy, staying healthy, (laughs) Uh, having a way to defend yourself and being with other people in the ground crew and getting your communications up and all of these things that I have for years been trying to say get ready for. You know, I went from trying to get the ground crew to do community script to get out of the B system's money, which wasn't working, and they launched uh, Bitcoin. It's been so unfriendly to normal people because you almost have to be a geek in order to know how to even get any. Well, since the time that Bitcoin's been introduced, the United States Federal Reserve had laws passed that makes it impossible for you and me to have a bank account anywhere in the world and to even get Bitcoin. So how do you get them? Well, you have to go through process. You have to have an exchanger. You have to pay them a fee. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess who those guys are? (laughs) So the bottom line is just kind of get into the farmer market mentality. Get into the off the grid, uh, live uh, uh, organic kind of idea. Get into the kind of the bohemian hippie kind of mentality, okay? If you can't do that where you live, you are going to be in trouble. Do you remember that movie with Charleston Heston where he was like the last man alive? This was, I think, we're one of the very first ones, right? And he was holed up in a warehouse, and it had electricity because he had generators, And he would run the generators, and he'd go up to the floor after he had everything kind of under control. When night hit, he would turn on his generators, and on would come lights that flooded the streets to keep him from, (laughs) to keep him from, you know, climbing the walls and busting in his, his, because they hated light. Isn't that, isn't that what we have today? The enemy hates the light. The enemy hates the light. Yeah, it was soylent green. Soylent green. They were making food out of people. Do you remember how they used to set and they felt privileged just to be able to uh, eat some meat or have an egg? That's where they want us to go. That's what is going on. There are over 
40 million people on food stamps. That is equivalent to 40, 40 let me put it this way, it's about, it's about nine metropolitan areas. It's equal to nine metropolitan areas the size of Dallas-Fort Worth, nine of those. That would put three on the East Coast, three on the West Coast, and three right down the middle of the country. And they would be the largest cities in America. Every single solitary person in there wouldn't even have to go to work because they're on food stamps. The only thing that you have to do is, okay, if everybody's on food stamps, then they must not be paying the people in the grocery stores that hand you food for food stamps very much money, because if they're on food stamps too... How would you get them? Well, you have to have somebody working to hand out food to get you food for food stamps. So, well, do they feed enough? Probably. Do they have enough money? No. Are they on full-time? Probably not. Do they work full-time in uh, Walmart? No. Do they have benefits? No. Do you see where we're going? This is what they wanted. In the meantime, they're in the south of France, on the coast in the Mediterranean, lapping it up in luxury with underpaid servants and staff cleaning their rooms, checking them into their hotels. One of these days, when it all hits, folks, when they check into a hotel, a guy's going to reach under the counter with the 357 and says, and he's going to point at their head and say, have a nice day. Bang! It's going to be over. He's going to take up their wallet and go on a shopping spree. He might even get a nice car and go where he used to live and say, hey, I'm the new guy. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Here's what we we need to have some money here at the Waterman Files. So we've got a special to promote uh, some food items. We're needing some cash. Okay? Um, just be frank. We're able to offer $350, up to $350 in food at an extra discount. This means any food that's available that's left... Uh, we'll give you another 10% off the food up to three until we sell out of our limit. Our limit is $350 in food. That's not much, but we could we could use the sales because we need to get some money for our expenses here and many other things that are going on in our world. At the same time, we're able to help you get things at a discount. Now, you can apply it to something already on sale that we've got doesn't make any difference if it's already on sale. We'll give you a 10% diff. If you come and call and you say, I want 350 we'll sell it all to you. Then after that, I can't do any more for a while. But that's going to continue here as fast and as rapid as I can to help you get ready and to help us get ready too. Now, I'm going to give you a phone number, and you can call. I don't care when you call. You can call after the show. You can call during the show. You can call tomorrow, 702-543-1828. Food at a discount. And on top of any sale we've already got going. You can't beat that. Here's the things that I would desire you to get pronto. Get your communication. Get that radio. The two that I'm recommending are these. I don't have time to go over 
much more than just the brands. One is a ICOM 718. The other one is a Yezu 450D, as in dog. Those two are the primary ones. There are there is a the best antenna to get is called Chameleon. If you don't know, Chameleon is spelled C H A M E L E A N or O N, excuse me. It is a very portable cloaked antenna. Hang on. I'll be right back. I have a office collapse here. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to, if you only knew, you'd be laughing your head off. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a break here, and we'll be we'll be right back. My chair fell apart. Oh, I just need a new chair so bad, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Hang on. I'll be right back. From the book of Joe, we read, In the beginning was the word, and the word was coffee. And in that elixir was inspiration, rapture, revelation, and transcendence. Libation of transubstantiation was found to be resurrection blend, and it was good, and there were many coming for more, and much was quaffed. And what word and what sacred host will be on the supplicant's lips as they meet their coffee maker? In constant quest of the Supreme Being, your Immaculate Roast Master at Raven's Brew Coffee offers this revival of heavenly flavor and sacrament of wakefulness in a blend of some of the most blessed beans in all creation. Resurrection Blend, the Chosen One. back to the water and files that was a mess 
<laughs> Let me tell you what happened here. It's kind of funny. As we were uh, talking about this stuff, I have a chair. I went and got another chair. Uh, I, I had a used chair. I went and got another used chair. I should have gotten a new one. And here's the problem. Uh, it was hard as rock. The other one had gotten where it was just no padding. So I went and got this one thinking it would work. It was no padding. When I first sat on it, it was fine. Well, it's used, old, it collapsed. I put a pillow on it. It was okay. I put another pillow on top of that pillow, and uh, it worked for a while. <laughs> so then I put a pillow, a pillow, a blanket, and a and so then I folded up the blankets. Okay, and I it got so <laughs> it got so high <laughs> that the the chair slid out from underneath underneath me, and I I had to, I had to take a break there. To, Get back in the saddle. We're desperately, I'm desperately needing a chair. You know, I just don't want to spend, the the one that will fit me is $300, and I'm going, oh. So, you know, that's what's going on here. Hey, if you guys have an awesome pad or know of a chair, have a chair, uh, whatever, let me know. I need another chair. I need some padding. I need to do something. Because this is like sitting on a church pew. I mean, I do this all day with health clients. I I get I, in for doing the posting, the shows, the research, uh, my health work, everything. And, and it's uh, uh, I'm not surprised if I don't get up if my rear end looks straight square, you know, <laughs> instead of round because it's so flat. <laughs> oh, man, anyway, it was kind of, you would have laughed. You would It, it would have been as funny as gluing my lips together with uh, uh, super glue or something, you know, that would, where you sit there with your mouth half shut. But that's kind of what was going on, so I had to rescue myself. Thanks for <laughs> tolerating me. In the meantime, I thought you'd like some Resurrection Blend coffee, and uh, <clears throat> that's actually, by the way, a real company. <laughs> no, I don't make any any money <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was it was kind of a funny thing. You saw on one of my posts probably where I made that that little audio with the music and everything and I sent it to the company. And at first I was playing it over the phone to him. I said, I got something for you. I got a little surprise. So I played it and they hung up, you know. I thought, well, whoever's on the phone doesn't have time for that kind of stuff. So I emailed it to him. I got a nice letter back and and they were telling me about some of their new blends and stuff and 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 they're pretty much a homegrown uh family operation and they have some artists out of alaska where they originally came from that are doing some bizarre artwork (laughs) and uh, so if you ever type in resurrection blend you're going to end up on their website i can't even remember what it is now and you'll see some bizarre artwork on their posters for their coffee but yeah their coffee's good um, we don't do Starbucks because of all the Jewishness of it and because of its Kabbalistic uh, stuff and because they adulterate it with synthetic, get this, synthetic, what is it everybody goes to coffee for? Caffeine, yeah. Synthetic caffeine added to their coffee. Whew. I can't drink I used to get, my heart would get to beat, and i go, what's going on? 
Well, let me tell you what Cliff High is up to, because this might uh, spark you, encourage you, maybe uh, stimulate you, whatever. He is rapidly uh, getting his boat done. He is just about done with his boat. You say, well, what for? Because in the area that he's at, there's supposed to be this huge earthquake, and, and much of that part of the coast is just going to be water. And it's almost like, you know, that thing where the, we've always heard uh, California is going to fall off in the water. Well, it's supposed to have a, a pretty sizable earthquake in that area, according to the web bots. And there's going to be a tidal wave and everything. And, and he says much of that area up there is going to become more like lake property. And more of the culture is going to be living in the water than on the land. So he went and bought himself all these materials and custom designed and custom built on his own, with the help of a friend, I think, this catamaran that has a, a cover to it so that he can survive. He's planned and designed this. He had the plans for many years, he said, so that he can survive this. Now, here is a Jew. Now, remember this. Not all Jews act like hell. But not one single Jew can be offered redemption. Just remember, that's the deal, remember? Anglo-Saxon Adamic man gets offered, you can be redeemed, but the other creatures on the planet, are that's not their deal. Now, it doesn't mean we have to hate them if they treat us nice. In fact, it says in Scripture that if they bless us, that's kind of a, they've twisted that meaning to make you think that if you bless Israel and Israel over there, the fake Israelites, uh, that you would be blessed. Well, if we've been blessing them with billions and trillions, how come we're not any better off than we are? How come we're in worse shape than we've ever been? We're not getting any kind of blessing because we're not doing anything except giving our money to the enemy. And so if the other, it's actually the reverse. If he blesses us, that doesn't mean we go up and cut his head off if we know he's a Jew. No, that's not what we do. The Father's going to do that for us. But it says in Scripture that if they will bless an Israelite, at least when they're alive here on the planet, at least we know there's going to be some kind of blessing from it if they treat us good. But there's not very many of them that treat us good. That's the problem. And maybe Cliff is one of them. Uh, uh, he's not a believer, you know that. He is a uh, Buddhist or something like that. I don't know what it is. And he hates Christians. But at least uh, he's not smacking us upside the head with the... Con- he hates the banks. He hates all that stuff. So at least he's, you know, uh, on policies, he's on the right side of the stick. Uh, it's just that we need to kind of create some balance. Like I've always said, if a, if you genetically um, cross uh, animals in order to breed something like a racehorse. If you put all the racehorses together, they're not all going to come in first place. If you change that a little bit and say all the racehorses won't act the same, and you say it this way, not all racehorses are going to act mean, that means that not all Jews that are bred to be devils, that are not endemic, they're not all going to treat us badly. There's going to be exceptions, and that's the that's the key word. It's an exception that doesn't. See, it's an exception. In the meantime, don't occupy yourself with hating them. 
Occupy yourself with knowing that most of the time you would not be making a mistake by assuming they're your enemy. And only through wisdom and experience will you be mm, uh, able to navigate that world. Well, (laughs) I have some more here, but I got off course. My my message tonight is get ready to get your communications. Get get your get your hoops up and start planning your winter garden. Okay, your winter garden. It's nice that it's under plastic cuz there's going to be some pollution. Get your I forgot. Here's on my list. Get your UV glasses. Get one pair for outside, get another pair for inside so you can sit next to the window with your glasses eyes protected from the UV light. Okay, get your health up to par, and get your get your emergency medical supplies up to snuff, and get your remedies that you're taking or want to take for immune systems like oregano oils and things like that. Get them stocked up. And if you would like to know what to get, call that number again, 702-543-1828, because that's what I've done for 30 years. Well, 20-something. It's been my pleasure being with you tonight. I hope that you've had a sobering wake-up call in a good way. I hope that it has helped you understand that time's up. The only time that we have left, (laughs) the time that we're in now, the time that's important to us is to know that we've just got enough time, basically, to what? Get ready. That's what we've got time to do. And if we don't have time to do that, we're in trouble. <laughs> but it's time, it's it's very, very time, very much time for us to, to be talking to ourselves and saying, it's time to sit down and have a very sobering talk with ourselves and say, whatever I had planned takes that's worth doing is going to take a little bit of time. And now we are months away from probably the worst events in the world ever happening. And we're only a couple months away from a bunch of stuff in the United States from happening. And that's according to the WebBot. And it's all I'm seeing, too, with the buildup in Syria, Russia, now China joining it, America bad-mouthing all that. We're building up to this big big war. Don't worry whether it's Armageddon. When we get into a world war, it's going to be horrid. And we need to be ready to navigate this and out of harm's way. And I want the ground crew to be ready. I have one more thing left. I have frequencies started. I've been writing them down for us. Tonight, I'm going to tell you what usually is happening on Wednesday nights. Get your pencil. This is the last thing I'm going to give you tonight. On Wednesday nights, nationwide, there is a uh, a ham radio net. That means meeting on the radio. And uh, they call them nets. Kind of as a nickname to networks, but it's on ham radios. If you have a shortwave radio that you can listen on, then this is what you want to do. First of all, 
you would need to get it out and turn to this frequency, 14.342. Uh, uh, 14.342. 14.342. Now, that's not regular shortwave AM. It's upper sideband. You've got to have an upper sideband radio. If you have a Sanjian 909, you'll be able to hear this. It's on voice. It's not anything cryptic. You will hear some of these people that you need to hear, okay? Now, when does this happen? Well, because it's international, since it's national, I should say. Since it's national, it is in Zulu time. Zulu is actually UTC or Greenwich time, whatever you want to call it. Okay, Greenwich mean time. But now it's called universal time coordinates, UTC. And UTC is 0130. In other words, 0130. And 0130 means 130 in the morning in England. And several hours later in the day for us, okay? Find out what it is. Click on your little clock down there on your computer. It'll tell you what UTC is. Let me tell you what it is. UTC, right now, it is, in my time zone, 749. But UTC is 0049. In other words, it's just past midnight UTC. So you see the several hours difference, right? Okay, seven hours. All right, so let's back up here and give another one. There is also another one, and I will give it to you next time. I'm just sizzling the cake tonight. But this is always on Wednesday nights that you would hear this 14.342 on shortwave radio. What is it for? It's for getting ready. It's patriots all across the country. In fact, there are radios listening now in every state. Get ready to get your communications up and going. We're going to need them. It might be how you find out if you can't hold on where you're at. And you might have to leave everything behind just to save your hide, but there will be ground crew there. We're there for each other. It's been my pleasure being with you. Goodbye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.